Let's go, Miles. Are we starting? Yep. Raging Workaholics. Presented by Simple Lawn Solutions. You have your banana jacket on today. This is my summer yellow. Springtime is here. Mm-hmm. Spring and summertime. Uh, it's a good. It's a good color on you. Thank Sarah. you. Yeah. I got my colors done, so we'll talk about that another time. Like you like your hair. Like the colors that I'm supposed to wear to make me look the most beautiful. You time out. You you got it done. Like, like you go and they tell you what colors you should wear. They have people for oh, that. Oh. Yeah. What? It's called House of Color. And there's people in town here that do it. Movie stars and all those people do it. So that's why they look so good all the time. They know what lip color to wear, what color shirts. and. I got to maybe head to the house of color. <laughs> Learning something new every day. Uh-huh. Can I have them match the color of my lawn? Maybe. Maybe that certain green shades of green would be yeah. bring out your eyes, Miles. Well, hopefully it's deep, plush luscious green is yes. my color because that's what I want my lawn to be. Yeah. This and that's summer. what your lawn is going to be. If I just go and, and we do a photo shoot of me laying in my luscious lawn, <laughs> I'm going to look pretty good. I think, oh, I think yes. that, that gr- bright green is my color. Um, that's also simple lawn solutions color. Yes. And if you want that to be your color this summer, you got to go to simple lawn they have all the products that are gonna get you that color nice and nice and deep, dark and green and looking good. Uh Jake sent me a screenshot of the Google images okay. that was updated this last summer. Yeah. Overhead. Yeah. Our lot. Grass just absolutely green. <laughs> and then on the other, other side of the road, like it's brown like brown and brown. whatever. So it was bad. like he said, he's like, hey, upside. You get, we got the best lawn in the neighborhood. Yes. So if you want that to go to simplelawnsolutions.com, that's what we use. You should use it too. And uh, you'll be feeling good all summer long. Yes, feel it. All right. What were we going to talk about? Oh, man. Ben? Uh, once you have money oh, with yeah, your yeah. business, <laughs> oh, what yeah. do you do with that money? Yeah, so a little bit it kind of stemmed from the idea of investing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> I'll let you start and start with what you're talking about, how a lot of people have a, uh, what would you say, a skewed idea of how much money that they actually have to invest and how much they can actually get with that money to invest. So I have both extremes where people have what they think is a lot of money. And they like, ooh, I'm eager to do something different with all the all of this money. And then I have other people who have a lot of money who are like, mm, I think we better wait to buy that stove or something that's like 500 bucks. I'm gonna wait for it to go on sale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so funny to me the psychology that goes on with my various clients. But um, so what I was thinking about is like when so you start a business and you yep. start you start making money and then the money's sitting in the bank. At what point is that balance high enough to do something with let's just call it the excess cash? Mm-hmm. So usually the first thing that I do when people say that is, okay, we want three to six months of cash in the bank. So whatever So boom, number one, three to six months of cash, depending on how much risk you want. Yes. I'm a three months cash guy. (laughs) So you're so just for easy math, let's just say you're over. I'm risky Randy over here. Risky Randy. You should get a hat that says risky Randy. Yeah. Maybe you should. 
That would sell well. Yeah, yeah, especially. Oh my gosh! Oh, I just had so many things pop in my head that were risky or risque. Risque. Yeah. <laughs> on Saturday, risque, on, Randy. Uh, well, during or the risque. week, I'm risky, Randy. On the weekends, I'm risque, risque, Randy. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, we'll have somebody put up a uh, something on that hat. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that image. That'd be a good uh, Photoshop. Yes. Um. Totally derailed me. Okay, three to six. Uh, so let's just say your overhead, your monthly overhead is fifty thousand. So that'd be one hundred and fifty thousand cash in the bank. That's where your balance should be. Anything above and beyond that, let's call that investing money. So, and investing, we don't necessarily mean stock market. We do not necessarily. So mean let's that. dive into that. Yeah, you've now have three to six months. Yeah, preferably three, three months <laughs> preferably of cash three. in the bank. <laughs> yes. Now you have let you have an excess ca- cash amount. Mm-hmm. You want to do something with it because can we touch on the idea yeah. of having cash underneath your mattress is a bad idea? We can touch on that idea. I mean, do you believe in that philosophy? Because I'm a little bit. You have extra money sitting in the bank. Yeah, and it's not doing that anything. money's not doing anything for you. Correct. It's not appreciating in value at all. Mm-hmm. Even just putting it in a money market account that's got, what, 3% return or 2% is better than it just sitting in a checking account, correct? Yes, yes exactly. Um, so it should be at least doing something for you, even if it is small, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And it, and it can be something in the future, too. So if it's pegged for, um, like, uh, Bunker 2.0. For instance, this building, yes. yeah. So Miles has already outgrown his space, so we're planning to do something bigger in the future. So we set up a separate savings account so we can move cash. So in your operating, you have your three months, Mister Risque, and then we move every. It's like two months, <laughs> and then we have this. <laughs> and, and Carrie texts me, and she's like, "Okay, well, like maybe let's cool it. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't buy that." anymore um and then we have this other account that's like the dream account because we have a big bogey to hit in a year or something Mm -hmm. like that so then that's how we are doing that because we don't we yeah it's okay to hold on to some cash for a little while yeah if it's if you're planning to use it for something that is an investment yes Mm -hmm. and let's talk about the different types of investments okay there's the stock market right Right. that's Mm -hmm. your classic when you think of investments Mm -hmm. There is a retirement fund. Yeah. That's almost a no-brainer, right? Like, that's almost number one. Well, and then it depends on on what you want to do. Percentage-wise. Most business owners don't ever retire, so there's part of that, too. But Right. It is the most tax-advantageous way to invest. Yes. So stock market, retirement accounts. Um, is in retirement accounts, 401k, is that a grouped into there? Yeah, that's yeah. a retirement account. Um, there is the real estate, yeah. which is my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. It's fun. You get something more tangible, oh you know? Gosh. He sends me stuff online all of the time. Like, Miles, I have to raise my family. <laughs> and, I can't and, be looking at properties with you. Yeah, but it's fun. I know. I'm just teasing. Uh, real estate. Mm-hmm. Um other companies, mm-hmm. you know, oh. uh, I have a buddy who wants to start up a restaurant. We, I give him the seed money to start it up. 
And we, I own 50% of it, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully that he does a good job and there's a return on that. We're going to have to talk about restaurants and how the, what the ROI is on those yeah, babies. Don't do, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, and, and what else? <gasps> Investing in your own company. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That was yeah. the last one. Yes. Yeah. Hiring more people. Yeah. Uh, buying assets for the business. Yep. If you are a um, retailer or wholesaler, investing in inventory. Yes. Because that takes cash to do that. Um, yeah. And sometimes those cross over a little bit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like investing in your own business could be, I'm buying, for us, It would. It, let's just say we didn't do our own merch, but we wanted to. Mm-hmm. We could buy a screen printer, mm-hmm. which would be an buy 50% of the company. Yeah. So I'd be investing in another company. Yeah. And then I buy a building to move it into. So mm-hmm. that's real estate and I'm investing in my own company in this. So they kind of can overlap a lot of the times. Yes, for sure. Um, is there any other ways? Mm-hmm. Crypto. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of stock market yeah. idea. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think all of those are different ways and depending on what your tolerance is and what's what the it safest is. retirement's the safest. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. Which Sorry. one's the safest then? Uh, cash and cash in a money market is the safest. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then what? Um, so the why I think you think retirement is the safest is because you put it th- set the it easiest, in, maybe. set it and forget it kind of thing. Sorry. It's the easiest Lowest maintenance. Yes, low maintenance. Yes, mm-hmm. and low retirement. Yeah. Um, Stock market is most volatile and risky. Correct. In the short term. In the short term. Mm-hmm. Long term, stocks always go up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think stock market always goes up. Yeah. <laughs> One particular stock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, be yeah. diversified in your um, portfolio. Real estate. Real estate's pretty safe, uh, especially in the Midwest here. It's a long term play, it, though. A lot of times. Most of the time. Sometimes it. Is. it it can be advantageous. You hit the market at the right time. You buy low, sell high. Yeah. Or you get something off the market that's a low, below market or price. Or you buy yeah. it in bulk. Or you buy in bulk. And you and get a cheaper rate. <laughs> and then you can turn around and sell them individually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably the one that probably hurts. <laughs> there's some, there's some, some squeaking going maybe on Maybe there's outside. a cow or something yeah. out there. Um. Probably the one that to me hurts the most is it doesn't hurt, but it's like it feels like you're not actually investing is investing in your own company. Oh, you know, it it just feels like you're spending money. It doesn't feel like you're investing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one thing that people kind of miss when they get a little bit of cash in the bank Mm -hmm. is investing in your own company is like not sexy and it's like feels like you're just blowing through cash. Yeah, it does. And then you also but so people have these huge not huge but always you know we want to grow. We want to be better tomorrow than we are today. And a lot of times it's going to take cash to do that. So even though like we're setting aside well we have our 3 months and then we're setting aside x to increase our inventory to invest in a building to buy the next asset or machine that's going to make our business faster and smoother and stuff it's so interesting and especially in that machine world because we talk about um the workforce being a problem there's only two ways to correct it in the in 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 immediately um would be automation and immigration and automation costs money and well so does immigration a little bit too but um 
like to buy a piece of equipment so that like your guys' screen printer or whatever it is. There's embroidery machine that a, we just bought. Ooh. No comes wonder, in no wonder this you week. mentioned Kerry's talking about you spending money. <laughs> yeah. Um so like before, but, but the before you had the Yeah, but like the advantage is it. that we don't have to worry about we can buy blank hats in bulk for cheaper. Yeah. And we can print multiple designs or what we're doing it now is mm -hmm. we buy it with the patch on and we're just committed to that inventory. Then. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. but yeah. And then, so then say you spend $50,000 on this embroidery machine, right? So you got to sell a million hats. I don't know what the number is. Mm -hmm. X number of hats before it pays for itself. So it's kind of like, oh, and then after that, it's just after the break yeah. even point or whatever. It's, it's just, just tougher to see the like ROI mm -hmm. because it is like. Because it's not instantaneous. Yes. It takes time. Or you can't see necessarily all the time like a, a line graph that says, here's what you bought it at and here's what it's at today. Yes. You know, like, yes. And it changes. You bought this piece of land for a million dollars and it's now worth 1.15. <laughs> you know, like that's fun. Yes. That's like. Yes sweet you know or because so if you're doing a product-based business or investing in your own business like you have your your checking account that was growing 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 and then you buy something and it, it drops, drops down, down and you're yeah. like Ugh, yeah. and then it slowly grows starting over and you just got to do that thing and that's how it works and it's psychologically it's hard because yeah. it's by saying yes to something you're saying no to the other options in the time frame so it it's a mental game for sure and then when you're, so you, you named like six or seven different things that you can invest in. The tough part with lots of entrepreneurs is they want to do all of them. Yeah. Like, like I don't really touch, I have a financial advisor that I give him X amount of money that he invests into a fund and, mm -hmm. and I don't really do anything with it. I'm not a guy who is watching Tesla stock and this and that. And so right. like, I just don't do any of that, mm -hmm. right? And I'm, I do think it is like good to kind of dabble at least in all of them and see what it's like and whatever. Mm -hmm. But like I'm very tunnel visioned on to just buying real estate and mm -hmm. doing that, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's okay. I think some people do all of them, but yeah, yeah. like eventually you do at some point. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And when these big people who people admire, influencers in the business entrepreneurial space talk about seven streams of revenue and all of those things don't think of it as like i have to own seven businesses to be able to yeah. meet that criteria it can be divisions in your business like you guys have your production Mer group and merchandise, merchandise content right. yeah all those. and you're not right now you own your real estate so that's another one yeah. versus paying rent to somebody so um making sure that that we understand and then the other thing that has been a little bit of a trying for me to navigate is how do I have these conversations these real conversations like I know you have big dreams but you don't have a big bank account to support them today so I don't want to kill your dreams because those are fine and legitimate um but just a reminder. It's going to take you three years to get that. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. afford that today. Yeah. And then I've been around long enough um, to know that just so people get excited, like, oh, here's an opportunity and, and this opportunity will never present itself well, again. Well, I think that that's what what sucks, right, is is it's something comes up. Mm -hmm. There are some that it will not come up again. Yeah. 
And I think as an entrepreneur or a business owner, you kind of just have to be able to have the stomach for not being able to act on all the opportunities that you see. Cause mm -hmm. if I acted on every opportunity that I saw, I would be broke yeah. and Ben's check would, ben would be fine. He'd be trying to fire up that resume. Yep. So <laughs> you actually have to get really good at picking the ones that make sense for you mm -hmm. that are the right timing, all that other stuff. Yeah. You know? Yep. There's been many things you and I have talked about that at the end of the conversation, we're like, yeah, this probably isn't for us, right? Right. And you're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you don't feel like I'm killing your dreams? Well, it's it's a little bit like even like I, I've wanted to get into the Airbnb space because I feel like I have an eye for making things look cool, yeah. right? And that's like a huge part of Airbnb yeah. is even when... I don't know if you ever booked one, but uh -huh. well, you want to pick one that looks cool that yeah. matches up with your price point. Yep. That's the yep. whole, that's literally Airbnb. Mm -hmm. It looks cool and it's in the right price point. You're going to be, you're going to sell it. Yeah. And it's right market, obviously. Mm -hmm. But you and I have talked about it, this and that. It's like, well, Miles, you want to do all this other stuff. So maybe that's not the thing you should be spending <laughs> your money and time on right uh -huh. now. Yeah. Even though I know it's a huge opportunity right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's still not a mature market, all the other stuff, but it's like, I got to take care of this other stuff first. And you mm -hmm. just got to be okay with saying no to that right now. Yep. Yep. But mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't get offended when I tell you that it's not because of. No, I, I know things. that's, you know, like uh -huh. a lot of the times when you, there's been very few times or if at all that you said no, that I haven't like already known that I probably <laughs> should know. In my head, you yeah, know, yeah. you always know. You're probably just trying to play the game. Can I convince her? Or just like, <laughs> or you know, in your head, but you just need that last final like nail in the coffin of like, you're right. This is put yeah. it in perspective. Type yeah, of well, thing. like the thing you texted me about yesterday or whatever. I'm like, you you can make that decision, but that's just what we do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I think uh, having someone that kind of is your level headed doesn't have to be an accountant that you mm -hmm. hire. You may not be able to afford an accountant or whatever. Yeah. Might be your spouse. It might be your brother, your sister, whatever. Have that person that you have the conversations with that mm -hmm. will like bring your head back to level and being like, you can't afford this yes. or mm -hmm. you don't want to spend your money on this. You want to do this instead. <laughs> Remember that, yes. you know? And uh, I think that that's a good thing too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would you say to someone who wants to, who just doesn't have the enough money yet? Mm -hmm. What would you tell them to do? Just start saving? Yeah. Or we set goals. So then like, okay, if this is what you want, this is the money that it's going to take to do that based on what you're operating right now. Can you like... That's going to take three years. You want it to go faster than that? Totally fine. You're just going to have to work harder um, or smarter, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then setting that kind of timeline and then those goals. That seems to work pretty effectively for especially for the people whose personalities are really logical because then they can just see the path um, for the one math equation. Yeah. It's a math equation for those who are more emotional. That's a little bit harder to deal with because they like want it now. Okay. Well, and that, and I never say no, it's more like, okay, but then you're going to have to have investors and you lose control in that. Yeah. Do a, a balance scale. Yeah. 
if you put all the weight on this left side, you're mm-hmm. not going to get anything over here on the right side. Yeah. So do you want that some of that on the right side? Uh-huh. Then just maybe play the longer game with it. Right. I think um I think I what I pat on my own back here, but one thing that I think I did do well when I we did start making money mm-hmm. is not get the like wide-eyed like this is amazing i should treat myself this and that and like you do a little bit but it was like i think our listeners would be shocked of actually how much money i've put back into this business Mm -hmm. and i think that when it comes to like a like gut check time when entrepreneurs get money in the bank account, mm-hmm. it, their brain doesn't go towards, I got to put this back into the business, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think, especially if they've had quick success. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do is mm-hmm. like, even Jay who works here, he was like, miles, if I were you and, and I started making money like this, he's like, I would be spending weeks in Vegas on benders. You know, he's <laughs> like, you know, so yes. I, I think that, Especially when you're starting out, if you can resist the urge to buy a new car, mm-hmm. if you can resist the urge to, you know, pay, f- go on a two week vacation that you can't afford or mm-hmm. that it's just like too much money mm-hmm. and take all of that money well, and just live more frugally. Like mm-hmm. I could have built a bigger, nicer house when I built my house. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it was like, well, I don't need that right now. What right. I need is to take that money and put it back into the business. Mm-hmm. And so that and bribe and, an embroidery and, machine in 10 years, I can have a five times bigger house than what I got. You know, yeah. like that's even gotta, at that point, you won't have a five times. Bigger I won't house. do that. Yeah. No, yeah. but but the but that's got to be the mentality yeah. is mm-hmm. uh, y- you can't get like it's okay to like, you know, you want to buy yourself a a nice watch or something mm-hmm. like that's cool. Right. Mm-hmm. But the mentality has got to be like, this has got to go back into the business. Yeah. Unless you're just trying to sell the business, mm-hmm. then just, you know, plump it up and sell her off and take the money and run. Right. Yeah. Well, if you're trying to sell it, you want to run as lean as possible. Make it look like you're making a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose you don't want to buy anything anyways. Right. Uh But you can take it out personally because they're not buying your cash, hopefully. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. uh, Do we kind of cover it I think we covered a lot of investing ideas. So three to six months if you're risque. Wait. Yeah. Give me your final rundown of what you would do. Okay. Three. Three months because you're risque. Risque. <laughs> three, three months of operating. That's not so. If you have, if you're selling a good or if you're selling a good, then you have your gross profit. Gross profit. Anything above the line is all due to sales. Um. So three months of so your like overhead. salaries, rent. You know, professional services. That's what you're saying is yep. your operating costs. Yep. yep. You're not up. your cost of goods sold. Correct. Correct. Yep. So three months in the bank. Anything above and beyond that. If you want to make a big plan and have a an earmark investment in your business, I think that's really great. Um, and then just knowing where you're at and looking ahead so you can say, okay, if I want to do X, I have to have Y. And to get there, I need to go A through C, whatever it is. Just have the formula. It really takes the emotional buying out of 
the out of the emotion, the yeah. emotion out of the emotion. Well, like it's make a list of the things that you want to do. Yeah. And if one of them is, I want my business to grow by 50% next year, mm-hmm. that needs to be like, well, how do you grow? You have to invest in it. Yes. You know, like just make a list and it'll become clear of like what you can do and not do and make it a priority or this or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yep. So I think those are the things. Yeah. I, I think my kind of final words on it would be like reinvest it back into your business. Mm-hmm. I mean, take care of the, like, like what I would call the bare essentials, right? Like a, get a 401k going, mm-hmm. get, you know, retirement fund, all that other stuff. Maybe like what I, what I did was just, you have a financial advisor, whoever just, Say I can commit to putting this much into the fund every single month, mm-hmm. and just have them take it out, and that's just part of the thing, yep. right? Yep. And that's like your standard operating. Then everything after that, let's plan for it, yeah. right? Let's, and whether then, you own a business or you're just a uh, or you're an employee, that's a wise decision anyway. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just like make that like this is just part of the regular business operations is mm-hmm. that I put this much into this fund mm-hmm. and I put this much into the retirement and then after that we can decide if we're going to buy a building for our business or whether we're going to buy equipment for our business, whether we're going to hire for a bit. Like, then you can go after that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I you agree. Know? Yeah. So, sweet. Well, hopefully that um, helps a little bit to people who are like, all right, you know, I don't know what to do. There's I got guys, bad stacks at home and I need to do something with there's it. There's investment gurus on all over the internet saying this and that mm-hmm. and 10x this and 10x that. Just just slow down. Yeah. Be logical, take some emotion out of it, make a list. Figure out what's going to be best for your business because dumping all of your company's money into crypto. <laughs> you might it might work out for you. Yeah. But it might not be the smartest thing <laughs> for your business. Yes. Unless you're a crypto business, then yes. you probably want to be invested yeah. into crypto. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying crypto is bad. Just don't take the excess hundred grand you got in the bank and <laughs> drop it into something. Yeah. Buy Dogecoin. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, I can't believe that didn't. Turn off, yeah. <laughs> be, be smart about it like you would be any investment correct, correct. Yeah. yes it's insane how intense people like will rake over the coals of like you know uh buying something that's pretty small right like yeah. buying a lawnmower and they like do all the research this and that and yes. then they're like well so-and-so online said i should buy dogecoin so <laughs> All right, here's five grand. You know, it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's weird. Uh It is weird. uh, It is weird. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to another episode of Raging Workaholics. Hopefully you're investing your money well. Mm -hmm. Reinvest back into that business. Make sure you got all your T's dotted and your I's crossed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like me on the weekends, eyes crossed. Yeah. When you're being risque. At the bar. Uh Mm Um, thanks for tuning in guys. We'll see you in the next one.